0: Old Time Radio Westerns. I'm your host, Andrew Rines, and this is number eight of our 12 Days of Christmas. That's right, 12 Days of Christmas. If you're listening to this as the first one, you've got a couple to go listen to. This is number eight. Today's episode is brought to you by our members, those of you who donate on a regular basis. I deeply appreciate it. Let's get into today's episode. Today's episode is actually Dr. Six Gun. Now, I don't believe we've actually ever played Dr. Six Gun, so let me. Give you a little plot summary of what Dr. Six Gun is. Dr. Ray Matson, played by Carl Weber, is a frontier physician based in a small western town in the 1870s called Frenchman's Ford. The story was told by a recurring character named Pablo, played by William Griffiths, a gypsy peddler who has a talking raven named Midnight as his sidekick. As his name's implied, Matson, who eats. Equ- as his name implied matson was equally at home with using a gun or as using his medical skills to solve problems sounds kind of interesting it's it's a different take i think there's about 25 episodes so you know look forward to this in the future we may end up just doing a quick uh, series plot on this and get 25 shows done and out there this episode, original air date is December 19th, 1954, and the title is A Pony for Christmas. I think it falls in a Christmas category. Hope you enjoy, and again, thanks for listening.
1: Across the rugged Indian Territory rides a tall young man on a mission of mercy, his medical bag strapped on one hip, his six shooter on the other. This is Dr. Six Gun. <laughs>
2: Another episode
1: in the exciting adventure series, Dr. Six Guns.
2: Gray Mattson, M.D., was the gun toting frontier doctor who roamed the length and breadth of the old Indian territory. Friend and physician to white man and Indian alike, the symbol of justice and mercy in the lawless west of the 1870s. This legendary figure was known to all as Dr. Sixgun. For many years in the territory, there was open war between the sheepherders and the cattlemen. The cattlemen did not like the sheep because they ate the grass too close. Finally, after much violence, the sheepherders were driven to the north. Montana and Idaho. A few remained behind. They had no chance, though. Their sheep were soon destroyed and they became a pitiful, half-starved bunch of people separated from each other and outcast by the cattlemen and cowboys. I did not feel
1: this way, however.
2: To me? I am Pablo, a peddler, a gypsy, a man of many travels. And that is midnight. He is a raven. He's
1: still in the heart.
2: He's still in the heart. <laughs> With the tongue of a stool pigeon. But to return to these sheep men, As I said, I did not hate these men.
1: Can't
2: no, nor did my friend Doc come feel this way. He judged a man on the conduct of his life and not on his profession or the clothes he wore. Well, one night, it was just before Christmas time, we. I had a blizzard in the territory, one of the worst in many years. I was in the bourgeois cafe at the time, uh, trying to keep warm. Oh, say, oh, another, Osei, another now, one, please, before my blood turns right, dry. Eh, yeah, coming up, Favreau. <laughs> yeah, here you are. Ah. Uh, by the way, you ah. ain't seen the dock, have you? <laughs> Oh, He should be coming back soon. Why? You know them sheepherders live down by the Arroyo. Ah, the Munoz woman. Her and her kid
1: and that skinny old man. I, uh, I guess he's your grandfather.
2: Yes, I know them. Is something wrong? The old man was in here a while back looking for Doc. Oh, where is he now? Waiting outside. In this cold? Well, I told him he was welcome to sit behind the stall, but he just looked at me with that crazy look of his and walked out. I will fetch him. Hey, old man! Come, come inside. I'm six guns, friend. Super.
3: Uh, it's uh, good to be warm. <laughs> tell
2: me, why do you wait outside?
3: Well, to tell the truth, uh, I am temporarily without finances. Oh, I know how these ignorant common feel about you Doesn't since I could not afford the drink. I, tabu, would like the honor of buying your drink. but I could not take advantage. Oh. Well, perhaps a small one.
4: Or <laughs> say. Which
3: uh, tell me, uh, when will the doctor return? Oh, he should be stopping here soon. My grandson, Tomasito, he has a fever upon him. Oh? I tried to tell his mother it was nothing, but she will not listen. Well, salut, senor.
2: You are an old man to walk down here in a storm.
3: <sighs> I am temporarily without a horse.
2: Tell me, the, uh,
3: the child has no father? Uh, the father was killed in a gun battle with uh. some cowmen. Uh, they fought over a waterhole. Oh, I
2: see.
3: Uh, the fever. Uh, when did the boy begin? Uh, when the storm came upon us, his mother sent him out to find the sheep. We have only 22 sheep and they would soon die in a blizzard. Did he find them? Uh, no. Oh. He spent the whole night and day searching for them. Uh, when he came back, he was cold and wet. His foot had a frostbite. In the and the fever and the pain
5: Hello, Doc.
1: Wow. Hello, the doc. I'm half food. I wouldn't go out again tonight for and all the... Doc. Oh, Pablo.
2: I am um, afraid we are going out again. Huh? What's up? Well, well, this is Joaquin Munoz. Hello, the oh, sheep people from the Arroyo. Ah, what is it, Mr. Munoz? He walked all the way to town. His grandson has a fever and a frost-bitten foot. How old
1: the boy?
3: Eleven years, Doctor. The fever rages on his brow. Can he move the foot? Only with great pain.
1: All right. Have a look. Yeah. You use your wagon. My horse is all tuckered
2: up. Oh, week. Come on, old man. Let's go. So we all drove in my wagon through the snow to the homestead of Joaquin Munoz and his daughter Maria. The shack was pitiful. It was made of sod, lumps of dirt piled one on the other and mortised with clay. Inside was Maria traveling-dressed woman of 30, and the sick
1: child, Tamacito. Maria? Oh,
4: Papa, you must come.
1: I brought the doctor. Maria, how is your boy?
4: Out of his head with fever.
6: Come quickly, doctor. I tried
5: to find him. I couldn't see in the snow. I tried to find him.
1: Tamacito, do hmm. you hear me? This is Doc 6 All
5: night I called. Diablo... Diablo.
1: But he didn't come. Diablo is the
3: wheat mm.
5: A
1: good Spanish wheat works mm. better even than an Angora.
5: Gosh, Padre. We'll
1: have to reduce that fever. I'll give him some quinine. Uh, Pablo, you get some snow from outside. We'll make cold compresses. Maria, you rub the boy's feet. Joaquin, I want you to build up the fire and put a pan of water on it to steam. All right. We'll take care
5: of it.
6: How is he, Doctor?
1: He'll sleep for a while now.
6: Doctor... It's
1: going to be a long time before he can walk again. Oh. You'll have to massage that foot and work it every day. As for the rest, good food.
6: Food? Doctor, our sheep are gone. The boy cannot work. The old man is
4: too old and his head is filled with dreams anyway.
1: do You have any money at all?
4: I have $20 for my husband. It's all we had left after the cattlemen
1: ruined us. Use that for food. When it runs out, you go to the general store and tell Hanson to put it on my bill.
6: On your bill? Oh, no, I cannot do it. Maria, that.
1: you do as I say. I'll Stop by tomorrow morning. Have another look at the bill. Oh. Oh.
6: Muchas gracias, doctor. Muchas gracias.
3: Such a my child.
5: Softly. Grandpapa.
3: Grandpapa is here, Thomasine. I, I
5: feel funny, Grandpapa.
3: There is nothing to worry about.
5: The doctor said I, I won't be able to walk. If you cannot walk, we'll ride. Ride? We have no horse, Grandpapa. Then we will get a horse. In fact, I'm
6: planning to buy you a white pony for Christmas.
5: A white pony? Did
1: I not
6: say? But but white
5: ponies cost much money.
3: I have been saving the money for just such an emergency. I promise you a white pony. That is something for which to get well, eh? Think of riding about on a white pony.
5: Mama, did you hear? Grandpapa is going to buy me a white pony. Padre, oh, it is cruel to
6: lie to the boy.
3: Tomosito, uh, Grandson, look into my eyes, eh? So, now. I, Joaquin Muñoz, swear to you by the Virgin Mother that I will get you a white pony for Christmas. It is only three days long. By old. Christmas. Now do you believe me?
5: Yes, Grandpapa. I believe you.
3: Good. Then it is all settled. You will try very hard to get well. And on Christmas morning, there in the corral, you will find a white pony and a saddle.
5: Oh. Now,
3: you go to sleep. And dream about this, eh?
5: Huh? See, Grandpapa, I will dream about the white pony. Oh, oh, Badley,
6: you have done a terrible thing to this child. A terrible, terrible thing. <laughs>
2: The next morning the blizzard stopped, but the ground was packed with white snow. Early, Doc Seusson and I rode out to the Munoz Ranch to see how it went with the boy. The old man had gone out of the house, but the mother was there.
6: Doctor, come in, please. How is he? I do not like it. He has the fever again. He lies so, like a sleepwalker.
1: Let's have a look. Pull back the covers, Maria. There. Ah, That's what I was afraid of. Easy at bed. He's developed a blood infection in that
6: foot. Doctor, he will be all right, you know? He's such a small boy.
1: So brave. Maria, to be perfectly honest with you. It can go either way. He'll be fighting this infection for the next two or three days. If he has the will and the strength to lick it, he'll be all right. If not... Oh,
5: no. He must. He must. The white pony...
1: What's he saying? Mm-hmm. Something about a, a white pony? Oh, the old
4: man has promised him a white pony for Christmas. He meant no harm. It was only to help him
6: want to get well. But it would kill the boy when he finds there is no pony. <laughs>
3: I am interested in the purchase of a white pony. Do you know somebody who has one for sale?
2: A white pony? (laughs) (laughs) Where are you going to get money for a white pony?
3: The money I have. The pony I wish to find. Well, let me see now.
4: Uh, Blinky. (laughs) Blinky Sanders. What's on your mind, O'Shea? You still got that albino lead pony? Yeah, I still got it. Why? Old man here says you want to
1: buy a white pony.
4: You uh, serious old man? Of course. Have I not paid it? Well, I got a pretty little white cow pony. He's a little bit too small for working a rope, so I'd be willing to sell him. Excellent. How much are you willing to pay for him? I thought
3: if he's a good pony and young, perhaps $15. <laughs> $15? If he's an excellent pony for, say, a small boy, I might even pay
4: 20 Listen, old man, I wouldn't even consider selling a dead horse for $20. How much do
3: you want for him? Oh, One hundred and fifty dollars. One hundred and fifty. That's the price. But uh, if I tell you the pony is for a small
4: boy, you will be broken-hearted on unless... Go on, go away, Vamoose. Eh? Hey, O'Shea. Okay. Huh? Give me another glass of that snake poison. But Senor,
1: now you heard the man,
4: Grandpa. Senor,
6: I am fucking moños, and I will not be spoken to like that. In my younger days, I would have killed you for such disrespect to a fellow human. <laughs> will you listen? To that?
4: I'm sorry, Grandpa.
2: Now. Stop bothering the customers and Vamos, huh? Anyway, uh,
1: Vamos like good fellows.
2: Hey, old man! Huh? Hey, wait a minute! Who are you? My name is Connors, Willie Connors. Yes. Well, I uh, I was standing at the bar in the Bull Run, and I couldn't help overhearing what you said about looking for a white pony for a little fella. You? How's uh, uh, such your horse? Matter of fact, I got one of the prettiest little albinos you ever seen. And I have to sell her because I'm pulling up stakes and railroading east in an hour. You must have missed part of the
3: conversation. I have only $20.
2: Oh, shucks. I don't care nothing about the money, mister. I just want Trooper to have a good home. What is this horse? Tied right over there across the street from Bull Run. See? She's a very pretty horse. You uh, got that $20 yes. in All right. You hand it over, I'll make out a bill of sale. I'll even throw in the saddle,
3: eh? Mil gracias, (laughs) señor. You are very kind.
6: Maria. She will wake in the boy. Maria, go and see quickly. What is it? Look out in the back. The back? Where? What is it? Look, woman, I just stand there. Oh, very well, I...
5: Padre.
6: Is it not a pretty pony? A white pony. But where? How? Did I not tell you I would get the boy a pony? Did you steal it? Maria. Did I bring up
3: my daughter thus to insult her father? Why? I'm sorry, Padre. Where did you get it? A kind-hearted cowboy sold it to me.
6: Sold it? For what? For money. For $20. $20. Where would you... Oh, no. Padre, you...
3: You didn't take the money. Who not? earth? What is money compared to the happiness of a young boy?
6: What is it? What is it but the difference between salvation and life? Padre, that money was all we had. Everything else is gone. The sheep are lost
5: in the blizzards. The boy is too sick to move. He needs food and medicine. This pony will be his medicine. Oh! Mama. Grandpapa. He wakes.
3: Here, my child.
5: Grandpapa. I dreamed of the white pony. I dreamed he was here in the house. I dreamed I heard him. I... I hear him, Grandpapa. Yes,
3: Tomasito. You hear him.
5: Then... Then there really is a white pony. And I'll see him on the Christmas.
3: Did I not swear? Mama,
5: did you hear? It's true, isn't it, Mama? There is really a pony. Yes, Tomasito. Yes, there is really a pony.
6: Saint, help us! Have mercy on
2: us! The
3: next day was the day before
2: Christmas. The morning was clear and bright when Buck Sixgun and I rode to the
1: Munoz homestead to see the boy again. Can you move your toes, Hamazito?
5: Oh. oh, it hurts. Try again, huh? No.
1: All right, that's all, boy.
5: Well, doctor?
1: He's still fighting the infection, but he's got a lot of will to live.
6: Oh, he talks of the white pony.
1: Yeah. I'm afraid we, <laughs> we ought to tell him now that there is no pony, Maria. If he wakes up
4: tomorrow. Oh, there is no need to tell him. We have a pony.
1: What? That is right, doctor.
4: Last night, the old man took our savings, all of it, and bought the pony.
3: Well, I... Come, have... come outside. I will show him
1: to you. See? Uh, where did you uh, uh, buy this horse, Joaquin?
3: My name's named The kind of cowboy he sold him to me. Doc,
1: look,
2: here comes a couple of men on
4: horseback. What? It's O'Shea. Hey,
2: that blinky sandals. Whoa, whoa, whoa,
4: oh, dear, oh, dear, whoa. Oh, oh. Well, I see you got here first, Doc. What's wrong, Blinky? Wrong? And that stinking old sheep herder stole my pony. That's what's wrong. This is my pony, senor. Yeah? Well, how come it's got my saddle on him with my initials on it? Your saddle? But it was sold to me by a man named Thomas. I have a piece of paper. I don't which... care if you got a whole book. Untie him, O'Shea. We'll take him back. All right, I'll leave you. No, it. you cannot do that. It is my horse. $20 I paid for it. Of course. Linky. leave that one. He'll invent a bigger one, Doc. If you wasn't a crazy old man, I'd shoot you down, Chief Herder. And if you try anything like this again, well, maybe I will. Now, come on, boy. Here, please help. Take it easy, Joaquin. But the horse is mine. He is. Here is the paper.
1: Willie Connors. Pablo, you ever hear of a Willie Connors? Connors? No. Oh, there's no one by that name around the bull wrong. It's the money. Look, Joaquin, somebody took you for that $20. Sold you a horse, didn't even belong to You,
6: you mean I have been swindled?
1: I'm afraid so.
6: Maria. Where? pony yes. is no more. What? Done. He did not belong to the man who sold him. have been swindled. Swindled? No pony? No pony? No money? Nothing. Tell the boy. I cannot. You ma- no, no. It would kill him. Then I will... Maria, as I am your father, I ask you, do not tell the boy yet. Give me some time. Where are you going? I'm going outside. First I will pray to Santiago and San Rafael. Then... I will do what the saints tell me to do. Santiago, San Rafael, listen to me, please. I am an old man and much given to telling lies. I do not do it to hurt someone, but only because without a few lies. It is so hard for me to exist. I look upon my grandson and my daughter, and I see how thin they grow and how pale they skin. And it makes a great pain in my throat. I have not been a very religious man these past years. I have not spoken to you for many months. On the other hand, the saints have not spoken to me. So, perhaps there is a little slackness on both sides, No? Now, I ask you what I must do. My to my grandson, he is very sick. All that keeps him alive is the image of this white pony before his eyes. Tomorrow on the day of our Lord, he expects to see it and to touch it. And if he not there, then he will know that I have lied and his mother is lied. And I am afraid he will die. So, I ask you, Santiago, and San Rafael, give me strength to do what I must do, eh? I'm an old man, and without your help, I can do nothing. Amen.
2: It's the night before Christmas, and it's all on the house. <laughs> Drink up. it's the night before Christmas, and all on the house. Not a creature was solar not even the
4: mouse.
2: <laughs> hey, Favreau, where's hey, the duck? Duck? Oh, he, well, he went out on the call. <laughs> He'll be back
4: soon. Oh. Uh, Blinky, uh, ain't uh, you drinking? Sure, sure. Well, <laughs> why so sad? Why not? What kind of a Christmas is it for a cowboy? Huh? 2,000 miles from home. Nobody to talk to but a bunch of drunken cowboys. All we want is to be where somebody cares enough to cook us up a meal. Well, I got tiny barbecue and a dozen turkeys right now. It ain't, it ain't the same, O'Shea. Ain't the same at all. Well, now, there's no need to put the wet blanket over the rest of us. You know,
2: Blinky is I... Right?
4: Confound it, right or wrong. Let's have no sadness in the Bull Run Cafe on this night. Now, I want every man, Jack, of you hashed out on the floor by midnight. Well, here's the Doc. Merry Christmas, Doc.
1: Give me a cup of black coffee, O'Shea. Make it strong. Uh, yeah, yeah, sure, Doc. Doc, is uh, something wrong? I just came from the Munoz place. The boy? I, uh stopped by there this evening on my way back to the Lazy Sea Ranch. The thing I did, too. I hey, hey, thinking hmm? What's going on? That old man is out there by your horse. What, again? Hey, you now, on. now, put that, that
4: gun away. He ain't done nothing yet. Well, he
1: better not. He's just standing
4: out there talking to the pony. Uh, you keep an eye on him. Yeah, you I'm going it. around out back and sneak All up right, behind you. him.
5: Steady.
6: Steady, your horse. No, no, try not to make too much noise. It would only make it more difficult for old Joaquin to steal you. Easy now, easy. Come on, then, Untie the rope. Untie it. I let life never before have I stolen. Never have I been dishonorable. And remember that small boy waiting your you promise a horse in the morning? Soft me Mother of Dios... Why does my hand shake so easy, the rope? Oh, no, I cannot do it. Don't to forgive me, John. I cannot steal. I cannot Hey, old man. Oh, I... oh.
4: If I was you, I'd stay away from that horse, eh? Huh? It's, um... it's a cold night, so why don't you get on home where you belong?
6: See, yeah. of course, I was just petting him. Good night. Yeah. Good night. Merry Christmas to you, senor.
5: Well,
4: Blanky. He was just looking at the horse. Give oh. me a stiff one, you. I need it. Right. Hey, Doc. How are you looking so down about? Oh, he is tough. I had a very hard case. On Christmas Eve? That's too bad. Who was it? The Munoz boy.
2: You mean the sheepherder's kid? He's sick, head? He had a frostbitten foot and gangrene <laughs> was beginning to set in. Tonight, our head grew. operate. Holy smoke. Some Christmas present. Huh? It'll be worse in the morning, Blinky. Tomasito thinks that he's going to get a white pony
4: for Christmas. You mean that's why the old man... Yeah. Was...
1: People are starving to death. They've lost their livestock, their savings, now that my boys. And to make matters worse, they're sheep herders and nobody seems to care if they live or die. guess that's the worst of it.
4: Linky was just saying earlier how he felt
1: pretty much the same way. Like nobody cares if he lived or died. Here's a coffee, Doc. Extra strong. Thanks, O'Shea. Guess I'll take it over and sit down. Hey, Doc.
4: In just a minute. Yeah? Now listen, Doc... We've all been sitting around feeling sorry for ourselves on Christmas. And, well, heck, Doc, I, I think we ought to do something for those sheepherders.
1: What do you have in mind, Blink?
4: Well, I ain't got much, Doc.
1: About
4: all that cowboy has is his saddle and a couple of horses, but well, I'd be willing to give that pony to the boy. Then I might as well throw in the saddle.
1: That'd be quite a gift, Blink.
4: <laughs> I can always get another pony. That one's too light for rope anyway. Doc? Doc, I got an idea. Why don't we all chip in? See? see. Each man gives something. Livestock? Or or some food? Whatever each man can give. Then we'll get some kerosene lamps and go up there and maybe sing a few songs to cheer the boy out. What do you (laughs) (laughs) say, (laughs) fellas?
2: past that night in Frenchman's Ford that a bunch of half-drunk cowboys and ranch owners drove a great herd of cattle, pigs, sheep, and horses up the hill to the humble ranch of Joaquin Munoz. And there they stood outside and sang Christmas carols until the old man came out with two jugs of wine he had made from last year's grapes. And everybody wished everybody else a Merry Christmas. And the next morning... Amicito Munoz walked to find a beautiful white pony standing outside his window. Most of the men in Frenchman's Ford slept late that morning, and in their dreams there was much goodwill toward men. And in the valley of Frenchman's Ford, there was peace on the earth.
1: You have been listening to Dr. Six Gun. Dr. Six Gun is played by Carl Weber and Pablo by William Griffiths. Today's script was written by George Lefferts. Heard in the cast were Bryna Rayburn as Maria, Santos Ortega as Joaquin, David Pepper as Tomasito, William Keane as O'Shea, and Tom Holland as Blinky. Dr. Six Gun is directed by Fred Way. Thank you.
0: back hope you enjoyed this episode of otrwesterns.com send me an email podcast at otrwesterns.com check us out on facebook facebook facebook.com slash otrwesterns and don't forget to rate this episode in itunes otrwesterns.com slash itunes this episode is copyright under the attribution non-commercial share like copyright for more information go to otrwesterns.com slash copyright again thanks for listening and i hope you have a good day